Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. I think John wants to start today with a story about a Haitian woman by the name of Mathilde. That's right. And we want to jump off of a scripture out of the Old Testament, the book of Isaiah. And I'm reading just one verse, verse 10. It says, For the mountains may be removed, and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness, God says, will not be removed from you, and my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Now, you want to focus on that word compassion. That's right. All right. That's right. Let's hear it. So, um, you know, you'll meet people in life that just have an impact on you. Uh, they change the way you think. They change the way you feel. They make an impression on you, and they just stay with you and become part of you forever. Mathilde is one of those people. Um, she actually touched my life before I ever met her because my daughter, Julia, went on a mission trip when she was in college down to Grand Guave in Haiti with Lifeline Mission. Okay, And for any of you who are listening or watching who have been down to Grand Guave in Haiti and Lifeline Mission, you are going to love this episode because you know who I'm talking about, you know, Mathilde and what a earth shaker that lady was. And now she's a heaven shaker. <laughs> I mean, if there's such a thing, um, she's, uh, she's just an amazing woman. So here's, here's the story with Mathilde. My first introduction to Mathilde was just my daughter talking about her. And um, she was lit up talking about this woman from Haiti. Um, and I, I'm thinking, what a, what a strange person, because they, they had this thing where they do morning prayer every morning. Um, they get up about four o'clock in the morning. And I think part of the reason why is that's the only time of day in Haiti that it's actually temperate. <laughs> you know, you're not sweating through your clothes and stuff because it's only like 75 degrees, you know. Um, and so they get up four o'clock in the morning and, and, and Mathilde is walking through uh, Grand Guave with a bullhorn. And she's, you know, when she gets to the right house, because she knows where all of the, the Christians live, and she'll holler something to the effect of, soldiers of the Lord, wake up. <laughs> and then they'd start following, and you've got this horde of people, and they'll, they'll stop at a different house. And they've got, they'll have it set up with like benches and whatever. And then all these folks just crowd around and they have a, a time of, of prayer. And um, they also will quote scripture. And, and that's really an interesting thing because there still are, you know, some of the older folks, especially that are, they're illiterate, um, but they've got a lot of scripture memorized and they'll just say these memorized verses and passages of scripture um, and then they have a time of prayer and, and and it's this thing they did every morning well Matilda did so many other things um, too I mean she kind of ran their uh, clothing ministry and she was instrumental in, in finding uh, the women who were 
uh, pregnant in, in the village and then making sure that the, the mission would contact them and, and uh, they, they call these things layettes. It would be like a gift and they'd take a little group of people from the mission and they would go and visit the young mom and her baby and they'd basically just meet their needs and give them all the stuff that they would need with a small child and, and uh, say, you know, come to the clinic, you know, bring your baby and they have this whole nutrition program for the pregnant moms and stuff. It's just a beautiful thing. The thing that struck me the most about uh, Mathilde, um, her name means mighty warrior. Um, and, and that, and that's what she was, is she was a mighty warrior for the kingdom of God. And, and one day she was talking and she just had this really neat, um, just kind of finely aged voice that, you know, would speak to your soul when she would talk. And she said, compassion is the weapon of the Lord. Um, and those those words still just get me because what a beautiful thing to think that compassion is the weapon of the Lord. And, and she exemplified that um, in the things that she did and, and uh, the love that she had for that community and the way that she reached out to them. And, um, and also, I mean, the way that she offered uh, structure and discipline to some of the younger men uh, that that you know were maybe a little wayward, um, but um, uh, just just a beautiful soul. Um, in the in the notes for the podcast, I will in, include um, a link to a little story about her too, just to give you that. Uh, but I just wanted to share um, about. Matilda and compassion. Jack, do you have any stories or anything that would relate uh, along those lines? Well, I was just thinking, you know, our, our mission is to focus people on Christ. And uh, I was thinking as you were talking about her, uh, how she's focused on Christ mm-hmm. and has picked up on what that scripture verse says is uh, the Lord who has compassion on you. Right. I think that Christ works through us if we will allow him to. And one of the things that he will do is he will change the way you look at people. Instead of seeing their foibles and their problems and their negatives, you know, the things that tick you off about them or irritate you about them, you begin to see them through the eyes of Christ. And I think when, when Christ looks at us, uh, he sees our need. And uh, he sees our hurts and uh, he always sees us with compassion, wanting to bring us from where we are to where he sees us. He doesn't see us where we are. He sees us where we will be like some of the disciples, the sons of thunder, James and John. I think he saw John as the beloved apostle, Mm -hmm. the one when he referred to himself, he said the one whom Jesus loved, or he saw Peter not as, um, Uh, the brash, rash Simon, but the solid rock Peter that he was going to change and he was going to be be, become the the apostle that uh, saw Gentiles uh, as people who could receive the gospel uh, because now whosoever will may come. And I think we're in an age and a day in our country 
uh, Afghanistan is um, is so prevalent, uh, you know, where so many people have been left behind. There's been so many murders and so many horrible things that have happened. And uh, we sometimes begin to categorize people and begin to look at them uh, with with hate and with um, vitriol instead of looking at them with compassion. And I think that as Christians, we need to receive the compassion of Christ to begin to look at all peoples as children created in his image, no matter what nationality or color or financial position that they have. Uh, first and foremost, uh, they're an individual made in the image of Christ. So let's look at them with compassion. And I would say, if you don't have compassion for people, then you need to allow the Spirit of Christ, if He is in you, examine yourself and see to grow in your life that you might become the compassion of Christ. Yes, I have seen people, Bernie Bledsoe, missionary to Africa, Reggie Thomas, who had Whitefields Evangelism, who served so many people all across the world, uh, so many individuals that I've met along the way, Charlotte from Dallas, Texas, uh, who changed my life because they picked up the love and the compassion of Christ and then made you feel his love and feel his compassion and literally changed you. I was thinking about one old man. He came forward in a revival meeting that we had. He was 95 years old. And the pastor took him into the baptistry to baptize him. And he was just crying and crying. And if I've told this story, just listen one more time. And uh, in his tears, as he composed himself, the preacher said, this is the happiest day of your life. Why are you crying? And he just simply said, I'm 95 and I have nothing to offer Jesus. I have not much life left. So that man would say, you're young, whatever age you are right now, today is the day to put on the compassion of Christ and to look at others through the lens of Jesus and see someone that is worthy of his death, worthy of him sacrificing his life for and be a light, be love see that Jesus gave them life and wants to give them the joy and the eternity that uh, he died to give them. So, Yeah. Compassion is a beautiful thing. Um, Christ has compassion on all of us. You know, we talked about that before. He looked on the, the multitudes. They were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, and he felt compassion for them. So uh, I would encourage you, uh, to find in your heart that compassion uh, for others, and part of it is you know just getting getting out of yourself a little bit. Um, it's easy to have contempt for people, and it's easy to find flaws and faults. And uh, but I think we have to remember that just like the ninety five year old man that you know was crying because he said, "I have nothing to offer." Uh, that's basically all of us. I mean, what do we have to offer God? Um, we offer ourselves to him, but he's done so much for us that uh, any, anything that we have to offer is uh, trivial in comparison. So we give everything. 
You just give all of who you are. I got to tell one more story, Jack. Um, and I need to say something. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go first? You go first. Okay. Uh, I would be remiss if um, you know Mike uh, Bridgewater. Uh, he's right there, sitting behind the camera. And he's he's the reason that I think this is a real quality thing, not what we're saying, oh, but yeah, the way this is true. it's produced. But uh, I say this in, in all honesty with emotion. Uh, I have seen him and Kathy, his wife, give compassion mm-hmm. to their friends like nobody else. Yeah, uh, He is now ministering to his second friend who is dying of uh, ALS disease. Mm. And uh, Mike puts and and Kathy uh, put the money where their mouth is because they live in Iowa and they take time and vacation time to go there and minister to them what they need for the first friend they did that for. It was building ramps in her home so that her husband who had ALS could get through his home with his wheelchair. And uh, this time it was to cook food or whatever it takes to just minister to people. And he's ministered to me in similar, not that exact way, but in the needs that I've had. That's a good friend. And uh, that's a story that uh, every one of us could live if we would just look to these people that somehow have found this depth of compassion and have become a friend uh, that uh, really does help and minister and serve. And I just think he needs to, I need to share that. With people. I love that. Yep. I love that. Well, the, the little story that I'm going to share happened when I was a little boy. We were on the mission field in Africa, and um, offering was a big deal over there. Um, you know, and, and these are folks that really just didn't have a lot to give, um, but that, that didn't matter. You know, Jesus praised the the uh, widow that was only able to give a mite, which would be like, you know, given two cents or something um, compared to the Pharisee who was given this huge chunk of cash. Well, for the Pharisee, it wasn't a sacrifice for the woman. It was all she had. And that's what mattered to, to Jesus is that she was giving all um, and not just giving, you know, something trivial out of her abundance. But so we're in Africa and the way that they did offering uh, in, in these village areas, at least was um, celebration. It was a celebration. Yeah. yeah. And, and the women would, would get up and they would dance and they would <laughs> dance like in a kind of a line, you know, and they would, as they go by the, the offering basket, they would, you know, put their gift in. And uh, this, this young boy, um, is is in that line, and he stops and just sits down in the basket. And uh, you know, my dad says, well, "What what are you, what are you doing?" Um, and he says, "I have nothing to give, so I give myself." Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> He's the one that understood. I mean, that's that's what Jesus wants from all of us. Uh, he wants us to be that warrior of compassion and to yield that weapon of the Lord, which is compassion. Um, there you go. Good. Thank you for joining us, folks. Uh, reach out to us. Connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. Um, we love you. Thanks for being here with us.